and welcome to the Royals Rundown Podcast tonight with myself, Jake Camille. I'm on a very special bonus episode with Brian Henry, better known as Royal Treatment over at RoyalsReview.com. Brian, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing great. I just want to start by shouting out Jeremy um, because yeah. I listened to the podcast you guys did. I think you, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but uh, when he uh, said that Rob Manfred was a lot like a radio clown, I was, was <laughs> one of the best things that happened this week. So, <laughs> hey, he, he ain't wrong though, is he? That's a pretty succinct way to put it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, no, if uh, if you want to keep tabs on all of our episodes as they come out, please follow us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. Or you can just go check out RoyalsReview.com where we publish every single episode that we come out with, including this one. So, Brian, I, I reached out to you last night, um, a little bit of a last minute thing here, because I was trying to build my case about how valuable Carlos Hernandez is coming out of the bullpen. And the the stat that I kept on seeing was this WPA over LI. And I know those two are like those two things alone are very complicated at times metrics, but then you put them together and it gets a little bit more confusing. Um, so Brian, I did my best to describe it last night. I didn't do a great job, man. That is why I, I got you here. So please, could you educate our listeners a little bit more about this sabermetric? Sure. Um, so WPA, uh, we'll kind of break these apart. They all come and LI both come from the same kind of idea. Uh, but WPA is win probability added, uh, and, understanding it is actually pretty straightforward. So if anybody's ever seen the charts in game where, hey, there's a certain probability of winning at a given time, um, all they really do is take when you come in, either as a pitcher or a hitter, and each at-bat outcome generates either an increase in the probability of your team winning or a decrease in the probability of your team winning. You sum all of those up for each batter or pitcher for all of their um, plate appearances they're a part of. And that's your win probability added. Um, so the idea is pretty simple. Um, the underlying way they do that is um, actually built off of win expectancy. Um, so there's another um, kind of idea, WE, which is win expectancy. And it's basically tables of historic outcomes. Uh, for the most part, there's some adjustments here. But um, basically, if you take any out base state, and um, kind of look historically at what has happened uh, uh-huh. given the run structure at the time. And I'll, I'll make this, a l- I'll give you an example here in just a second. So it's a little bit easier. <laughs> you can, you can look at what is the probability of a team winning from that point forward. Um, and so uh, I have, I have the win expectancy tables up here. So if you're going into um, say the seventh inning, um, so bottom of the seventh inning, nobody out, and you're down one run, so you're the home team, and you're down one run going into the bottom of the seventh, you have about a 35.3% chance of winning. Hmm. So then if okay. that, so then using these tables, so then if that batter gets out, that probability goes from 33.53% to uh, 30.5% because they have fewer mm. you know, outs left basically to yeah. score that run they need. Um, so that batter would lose 0.05 or 0.048 uh, WPA. Okay. Because the win expectancy went down when they got out. 
If they get a single, then the win expectancy goes to 0.36. So they would get positive 0.07, right? Okay. Um, okay. And so on and so forth. So you, you, they just have tables of all these base out states yeah. um, going back. Cause we have hundred, you know, we have millions of baseball games. Um, and so we've seen a lot of those situations over and over again. You have some where we probably don't have enough um, examples to kind of do this based off of historic purely. So we don't do it historic mm-hmm. purely. Cause like, for instance, if you're down 12, Oh, in the first, <laughs> you know, we yeah. just haven't seen that enough times to really, you know, trust the historic accuracy of the sample. Um, but you're probably going to lose and, and we can kind of kind of get there. But that's the basic ideas with these win expectancy tables. And you're just literally saying, did they improve or or make the situation worse? Um, and so for a pitcher like Carlos Hernandez, if he gets it out, obviously the win expectancy goes up if you're ahead mm-hmm. or or behind, really. Um, and <laughs> if, he gets, if he allows base runners, then it goes down. And so you just add all those changes in win expectancy and there's your WPA. Okay. Okay. Um, the leverage index piece of it that is the denominator, again, built off of win expectancy tables. Um, so it's the same idea, um, but you take the current base out state. Uh, so runner on second, two outs in the third inning, whatever, the score. So all those things. And then in that situation, you define all of the possible W. E changes. So all the possible win expectancy changes in that situation. So if you have a runner on second and you're hitting and there's two outs, right? The worst thing you can do is get out and the inning Mm -hmm. ends. So nobody's going to score, but you could also hit a single and the runner wouldn't score. You could hit a single and the runner does score. You could hit a double and he scores. You could hit a triple and he scores. You could hit a home run and you both score, you know? And so you're taking all of those different win expectancy after what would happen after the fact yeah. and you're saying what is the average change in win expectancy based on the things that could happen mm-hmm. and if the win expectancy can fluctuate a lot in that at bat then then it's a high leverage situation and if it doesn't have a very wide range of outcomes then it's a low leverage situation so if you're the first batter of the game it's a low leverage situation because literally if you get a single your win probability for your team goes up by like a percent or two. Yeah. Um, if you get out, it goes down by a percent, you know, or whatever, like, like it just doesn't change very much. But if you're in the ninth and you're down one and there's a runner on third with one out. Okay. Now That's a higher leverage, leverage situation. Really high. Yeah. You could get a hit. You could get a sack fly. You could bond them in. You, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that could happen that would score that run. And all of those have a high win probability change. And so those are high leverage situations because you're expecting, especially if there's two outs in the ninth, right? Because if you get out, there's also a large win expect uh, probability yeah. change because it goes to zero. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's a, that's a big one. <laughs> so that's leverage index. It, so it's all built off these win expectancy tables. And so what they're doing with WPA over LI is they're basically saying how much win probability have you added? You divide that by your lever average leverage index. Um, which leverage index when they say index it's index to one so if you have a leverage index of one you had an average leverage amount in your typical plate appearance oh i see Um, if you have a 1.2 you've been 20 percent more levered in your appearances if you're so 
above and or vice below versa one, there. Yeah, depending. Okay. So that's how it's determined how how it is. So if you have like a hundred percent win expectancy or win probability added in your at bats, and then you have a one leverage, then you have a one WPA over oh. LI and you've created one win. Because See, Brian, this this is why we bring you on, man. Because like just he, <laughs> hearing you say it ma- makes sense. I'm yeah. up here staring at fan graphs, and I can't figure it out to save my life. Yeah, um, that's next thing. That's next thing I need to be is to start breaking down Sierra for me. No, I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. I can't. We can do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say that. And so when you look at someone like Carlos Hernandez, a lot of times bullpen guys have a little bit higher than average average leverage. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when you divide it by the leverage index it pulls that WPA down a little bit because they get a lot of more fluctuation in their average plate appearance that they're in. And so it normalizes that a little bit so that it doesn't look like the closer is the most valuable player on the team (laughs) because they're always in there in situations where they can end the game or, or, or in one way or the other, I guess. Um, So they can have their, their percentages fluctuate a lot. So that's a basic idea. It's not, like I said, the idea of it's not complicated. Mm-hmm. Actually getting those win expectancies, that amount of data and getting all that set up and then crunching the numbers, especially for leverage indexes, uh, it takes quite a bit of time. Um, and, okay. and you would want computer programs for all of that. You wouldn't want to yeah. do any of that by hand. So um, no doubt. <laughs> uh, no luckily, doubt. other people have done most of that work for you. Um, and yeah, you can, that's true. Like if we if we think about leverage index for instance um i was just looking at if you if you simplify it um so if you go to like uh bottom of the ninth two outs um we don't want a tie game down by one so you Mm -hmm. need to score um and there's a runner on third so you're either going to tie the game which is going to bump the win expectancy up by it's going to put you above 50%. I don't know exactly where, and it depends yeah. on if you hit a single or a double or whatever. Um, uh, you're going to basically your average WPA at that, or your average win expectancy is either going to go up by 40 to 50%, or it's going to go down by 17%, <laughs> right? That's, Jeez, that's, that's all that can swing. happen. And so your average win expectancy change there is huge, right? It's going to be... Yeah. 35 40% swing um, in that one plate appearance versus like we were talking about the beginning of the game where it's moving by a percent or two at most, unless you hit a home run, then it's a little bit higher. Um, right. And so that's how that leverage gets so high in the late parts of the game. Okay. okay. That, that, that definitely makes sense. I, I appreciate that, Brian. So I do, I do want to get your thoughts on this. So the, the title that I've seen, for WPA over LI is context neutral wins. Do you think that's a uh, that's accurate? I'm a little I'm um, a little uh, co- confused if if that is to be honest. They are trying to take the context out by dividing by the leverage, right? Um, I don't love WPA or win expectancy okay. very much from a talent perspective. One of the problems you run into is with if you're in a very bad team or a very good team, there are just fewer high leverage situations. Right. Like if uh, so, if you hit a home run in the fourth inning, typically that's going to be a nice thing to do. 
if you're, you know, Salvador <laughs> Perez and, you know, whatever. But yeah. if Lyles already gave up five runs in the first inning, which we've seen a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we have. You don't, you don't get as much WPA because okay. you still have a big hole to dig out of. Um, and so if you're consistently behind by multiple runs or consistently ahead by a lot of runs, those players just aren't going to accumulate as much WPA. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So, so go ahead. Yeah. So it kind of reminds me of like the old RBI stuff where like people like, you know, RBI is king and whoever gets the most RBI is the MVP sort of idea back in the day. Um, it's kind of that where like, if you're in the right situation, it can make you look a lot better than you actually are. Um, and so that's, that's the main problem with WPA is it, is it context neutral? I don't know. It kind of isn't because it's not taking into the context that, oh, your team sucks and that's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, and that's that's where, like, um, when we talk about war, what war is trying to do is trying to avoid all of that stuff by saying, hey, I don't care what the score of the game is. I don't care what, which might have its own implications that we could talk about well, of what the weaknesses are there. But at least it's not penalizing you for the starting pitcher burying you in the first inning. Um, yeah. So uh, it has any, any statistic doesn't matter what it is, has good and bad. None of them are perfect, right? You can never yeah. find a perfect proxy for how good a player is. Um, they're all attempts at doing as best we can for the most part. Um, and and that, so that's what keeps us befuddled and still going after all this for all these years. Right. Yeah, like, uh, pretty much. Bill James can only get so far, man. We gotta, we gotta keep it moving. And yeah. And this also starts playing into stuff like clutch and all yeah. of those things that have been discussed forever and ever. Um, you know, our, our players clutch. Um, and that was one of the guys <laughs> I was looking at earlier today when I was kind of playing around with this is um, David Ortiz. Okay. Um, who had kind of a, I don't know. Boston kind of saw him as like the ultimate clutch hitter. Yeah. Um, like that was his reputation. Yeah. But if you go look at his, his uh, leverage index stuff and how he performed it, year to year, it wasn't consistent at all. He had years where he was really, really awesome. Um, and, and so I think that's what set that up, but it, there's no consistency to it over a long period of time. Um, and and so that's that's where it gets a little interesting. So if we look at Carlos Hernandez, um, again, who's leading the team in this particular WPA over LI metric. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime, it doesn't really matter. If you're trying to do holistic value and a relief pitcher is your number one on your team, it's not good. Um, <laughs> yeah. they, just, they don't play that much. Um, right. so, so regardless of how it comes out, it's not good. Um, but he has been pretty solid. So his WPA plus, um, is like 3.3, which is solid. Um, Mm -hmm. and then his LI, like his leverage index actually still a little below average, um, which is again, just part of the Royals that he's coming to too many games where they're already done, but he's getting work in. Um, and so his average leverage index is actually 0.99. So he's almost exactly average. Okay. Um, that's not bad. And so it's one of those where, where like the WPA over LI, he's, he's been pretty good. And honestly, he was, he actually had a higher 
WPA or LI two years ago um, when he hmm. was still starting. So um, a little unusual considering we've never really thought of him as good, but he did have that end of the year where he was, he looked like maybe he could be a, a good starter. And then yeah, I came back that. out the next year and did not, did not repeat that. Um, nope, sure didn't. So, uh, but none of the hitters, I was pulling up all the, uh, I was just sorting all the team stuff by that. And like only three of the hitters even have positive WPA over LI. Oh my gosh. Um, Perez is number one. And then Fermin and then Dyron Blanco. Golly. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Uh, so uh, again, I, I think it, the metric itself does penalize bad teams and this is a bad team. Um, but they're also a bad team because the players are bad. So it's, a, you know, it's one of those things where like, is it chicken or egg? It's right. a little bit harder to kind of wrap your head around sometimes. Um, pitcher wise, uh, number one is Hernandez. Like we said, Chapman's number two, which he's not on the team anymore. And then it's like mm. Austin Cox and Ryan Yarbrough and uh, Cole Reagans, who's pitched one game. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yikes. So, you know, it's not it's not great when Brooks Krisky is in your top 10. Um, nope, not at all. Um, so, yeah. Starters have not covered themselves in glory, um, but we already knew that. Uh, actually, exactly. fun number nine in pitching is Nate Eaton. <laughs> oh, my word. Because he pitched that one in. <laughs> and, so he's and, hey, listen, whenever I always have to filter him out whenever I'm trying to find like these stats on the pitching yeah. because he like, I don't think he gave up a hit. He didn't give up a run, nothing. Nope. He was for that time, for that little microcosm. He was the greatest reliever ever he's so good at hitting, baseball and he's been so bad at hitting i'm al- i almost think he should just go to the team and say hey i want to be a pitcher now and, and, <laughs> hey just try to try to make that yeah. transition sooner rather than later we we need we need you nate <laughs> we could use some pitchers so <laughs> no doubt no doubt did you uh hey when you're doing all this research did you happen to peep the third highest wpa over li amongst all relievers in baseball did you see who no. that was uh-uh. it's joel Piamps. <laughs> of course it is <laughs> and he has like an absurd Wait. one like i think it was like 3.04 or something like that and we just straight up cut him last year yeah <laughs> we don't need that guy no um, heck no heck no that one was actually a little confusing to me at the time too because he wasn't bad last year either i don't know no, he he wasn't he wasn't the worst to say no. the least he wasn't, he wasn't shut down either. He was fine which yeah the bullpen last year was better than average um, that is true kind of on i don't know uh this team makes decisions often that I don't quite understand, but um, <laughs> that's, that's why we're I on this say, end of it, Brian. I will say like the, the bullpen, there's at least some interesting arms in AAA that could show up. So, and like guys like Heasley has been serviceable before yesterday and yep. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, you know, so, so maybe the, maybe the bullpen arms, they've figured something out with some of the new pitching stuff, but um yeah, Maybe starters so. have been have been where it's not been as fun. Uh, well, you know what? I I will say this: it is it's Thursday night when we're sitting here talking about this. I am I'm kind of glad that we have a little bit of a break from Royals baseball. Um, yeah. It's been a, it's been a rough stretch post uh, post All Star break, but uh, hey, we are we're here. We're ready for the trade moves. We're ready for some new faces in Kansas City, whether it be in the lineup or in the bullpen. But 
never fear royals review is here for you <laughs> also on x and on facebook brian i still have not gotten used to saying <laughs> saying x <laughs> um but royals review is over there and brian henry you write underneath royal treatment on the site yep so um please don't please don't pester the man too bad in the comment section all right <laughs> try to try to be nice yeah, I will. All, I will say this is the least I've looked at Royal statistics in a week, oof. the whole year. <laughs> Man, yikes! I just can't bring myself to like. I I actually I wrote something. I it's I think it's done. I need to probably get them to post it, but it's 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 not happy. I will say I <sighs> I didn't want to look at statistics this week. I was just like I don't want to do it. It's not fun anymore. So <laughs> I I don't blame you one bit, Brian. <laughs> Trust me, I don't. Um, well, hey, thank you. Thank you so much for, for coming on and, and discussing that a little bit. I do. I need to make more of a conscious effort to have you on the show because I always come away feeling a little bit more knowledgeable about this stuff. And I say that every single episode. And then I'm like, oh, well, you know what? There's, there's, is there a good saber metric to talk about with the Royals this year? Um, is, isn't it hard hit? Isn't that what uh, what the broadcast keeps talking about? I'd say we... we- we can maybe find a couple. I don't know. Oh, it's, man. It's pretty slim pickings, though. It's, yeah, it's mostly it if you want to learn about the statistics, that's probably more fun right now anyway than actually digging into the you done in anything. So, Hey, sound, I, I will keep doing that with you until uh, <laughs> until the season ends, Brian. But All right. thank you thank you so much for, for coming on. Um, everyone out there, thanks for joining us for this little bonus episode. And until next time. Go Royals!